Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. We made it. We made it to the end of 2022. It has been a jam-packed year and one that everyone I've spoken to seems to agree. It just flew by in reflecting on the year and preparing for this episode. I was writing down all these different things that I sort of focused on in different parts of the year. And I'm like, man, I was doing a lot in 2022. And you probably were too, because it seems like we all were. And I hope that this holiday season has provided some ability for you to rest and to recharge and that that will continue and that a habit of resting and recharging will continue into 2023 and carry you throughout the year. Because I think that is definitely one lesson that uh, we all learned in 2022 was the necessity, like the absolute necessity of rest. Well, I wasn't even going to add that on the list, but we can. Why not? If you listened to last week's episode, you know that this is a bonus episode, final episode of 2022, the final episode of season four. This season has been all about manifestation. So if you are new to the podcast, I do encourage you to go back and listen to, well, you know, you can go back to the very beginning. You can go back to season one, but definitely go back to the beginning of season four if this is a topic that you are interested in. And it's certainly one that I'm interested in. This year, I had a theme at the top of 2022, which was one of surrender. It was inspired at the end of 2021. I just started to see more and more ways in which I was unconsciously blocking myself from different things. The thing that's been a focus is my business. And I just saw all these things that I was just kind of doing. I'm like, why am I doing that? Or why am I doing that that way? And I just realized that there was all this unconscious resistance operating that was just causing me to, I don't like the term self-sabotage because I don't think that we're trying to quote, sabotage ourselves. We're not trying to harm ourselves. We're just trying to keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves status quo, which when you're ready to manifest more for yourself, that's not working anymore, right? So I just realized that at the end of 2021, and I was like, you know what? I just want to surrender. I just want to move past this resistance. I just want to surrender and just see what happens. So this year has been an experiment for me in surrender. It's been an incredible one. I mean, listen, it hasn't always been easy, (laughs) but I've learned so much. And I want to just share with you four lessons that I learned in 2022 that I hope can resonate with you and inspire you and that you can also take something from maybe you've learned similar lessons this year or previous years, but you know, I'll speak for myself. A lot of these things that I think I know, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the importance of that. You still, when you look at your life and you start to really tell yourself the truth, you're like, yeah, well, do I really know it? Because I say I know it, but my actions aren't really matching the knowing, right? And I think this year more than ever, I saw where there was a disconnect in my life between something that I thought I knew, but I wasn't really embodying. And this was the year where I really got oh, this is the work. This is what life is about. This is what a spiritual journey is about. It's about embodying these things. It's not intellectually knowing them, understanding them, being able to talk about them. It's about actually embodiment. So here is what that resulted in for me this year. Number one, I learned very acutely that your self-doubt does not protect you, but it does block you. So you think you're being protected but actually you're being blocked. 
when you want to manifest something new into your life, and let's just use the example of love because this is dear Franny and this is what we talk about here. If you want to manifest something, if you want to manifest love, you know, a, a beautiful romantic partnership into your life, then there's this part of you which can very easily go, but you know, I don't know if it's going to happen or wow, I'd really love to have a relationship that's, you know, this, but got to be realistic. You know, how many people are there out there that are even like that or be realistic about my age or my situation? And there's just always little doubt that creeps in that on the one hand, you have the dream, you have the vision, you know, your heart is calling you to have this relationship. But then there's this voice that just goes, well, well, you're not ready yet. Or clearly this, what if it may not happen? Don't want to get your hopes up. And we all do it about, you know, all parts of our lives. It's an easy habit to fall into. But I really, really, really saw this year how important it is to choose and really, really choose to release and move past that doubt. Because the doubt, it's not just an inconvenient thing that, you know, doesn't feel good to doubt yourself. No, it truly is blocking you. It's truly, truly, truly putting blinders on. So if you think that you can't have the love that you want because of, let's say, your age, and you think, well, you know, at my age, there's hardly anybody who's available and they only want younger people, for instance, right? Something I hear very often. Every time you give energy and you give oxygen to that narrative and to that doubt, what you're doing is you are shrinking yourself a little bit more every time. And so every time you do that, it's like this blinder goes up. And when the blinder goes up, then you're only now able to see anything that's within the scope of that doubt, right? So for instance, if the belief is people don't want to date someone my age, it's going to be really hard for me, then you are going to, because you're so, 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 so powerful, you are going to magnetically Find, seek out, be attracted to, be drawn to the people and the circumstances that are going to constantly and consistently reinforce it. That's when the tunnel vision happens, right? Because we get trapped in this chamber, this echo chamber where we believe something because we believe it, then we're seeing more and more evidence of it and then strengthens the belief and then more and more and more and more. And then before you know it, all you can see is this narrow, limited perspective that you have on what is possible for you romantically or otherwise. I understand the doubt. There's lots of quote unquote, you know, good reasons to have it. There's lots of, you know, quote unquote evidence why this thing may be true. But what I really want to impress upon you is the importance of just because it's something that exists in the world does not mean that it is true for you. There's nothing in this world that precludes you from having love. That is what I believe. And I know that that is a radical belief, but I really want to encourage you to step in the direction of believing that for yourself, that there is nothing in this world that can preclude me from having the love that my heart is calling me to have and to experience in this lifetime. And if you are able to embody that level of certainty and commitment and release all of the voices in your head and all the doubt that's going to say, oh my God, you can't say that. You don't have control over this. I mean, God, there's only but so many people on this planet. And, you know, listen, you can't guarantee this. All of that hedging, please just give yourself the gift of an experiment of releasing that hedging and that doubting and just say, you know what? I'm not going to give any energy to that doubt. I'm just not giving any energy to that doubt. 
I'm trying on certainty instead, right? That's number one. I really want to encourage you to no longer really delude yourself into thinking that that self-doubt is quote unquote protecting you, protecting you from disappointment, protecting you from pain, protecting you from difficulty. When you are cut off and you're not experiencing the love that your heart is calling you to experience, that's painful, okay? That's difficult. What you're doing right now is way harder than actually allowing yourself to receive what you want. It doesn't feel that way because it's scary, it's unknown, but I really want to encourage you. So that's number one, self-doubt. It does not protect you, but it does block you. Number two, the same thing goes for judgment. Self-doubt and judgment, they're cousins, they're closely related, but the judgment can be about yourself, it can be about other people, it can be about situations. Judgment, it is a mental habit, right? And so the more that you are in the mental habit of judging, of just constantly making a decision like, I don't want this, this isn't how it should be, this is how it should be, this is good, this is bad, I'm good, I'm bad, this is ugly, this is beautiful, and just constantly reinforcing this bond binary of like good, bad, good, bad. By doing that, just like with the self-doubt, you are creating these blinders and just these levels and these layers of different blinders that are blocking you. The more that you can start to recognize that habit of judgment, starting with judging yourself, because that's the easiest thing to recognize and it's going to be the most pervasive, right? For us when we're in that judging mindset. And the judgment can, you know, it can come as comparison to other people. The judgment can come as criticism, shaming yourself, right? The judgment can come as as regret. It can come as, you know, oh, I can't believe I did that or I didn't do that or I blew it. All of that is what is basically saying to the universe, I know better and I know the different planes of causation and all of the infinite factors that are influencing everything that's happening in the world, in my life and everybody else's life. I know best. And when I say that this shouldn't have happened, I'm right. And just because you didn't want something to happen doesn't mean it shouldn't have happened. Just because a relationship didn't work out and you wanted it to does not mean that you are now doomed from having love forever. It means that relationship showed up to teach you something and it clearly wasn't meant to be a forever relationship. And let's get curious about what's going on there. Let's get curious about, well, what did I learn, right? What ways did this relationship challenge me to grow? And that could have been growing in your ability to communicate boundaries. That could be growing in your ability to hold a higher standard for yourself and for the type of partnership that you want to have. It could be about opening up your heart and actually allowing yourself to really be seen and to be loved for who you are. So what were those lessons? Because if you can see the lessons and you can see how, oh, that needed to happen, because that was all part of how I was fulfilling this assignment, basically, of learning this lesson that I needed to learn to get closer to love. So it's about stepping into a place of more acceptance, stepping into a place of more gratitude, stepping into a place of more curiosity where you're like, okay, hmm, these circumstances as they are right now, I'm not feeling this. What are the lessons here? What would I rather experience? And how can I grow into the person and into a situation where that is what my normal is? Rather than judging things as this is bad and I'm bad or, you know, it's always going to be this way or I hate this. This, really understand that on the scale of fear to love, 
right? And so judgment is very, 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 very far on the fear side. When you're talking about love and embodying love and manifesting love, if you are existing from a place and your orientation is from a place of judgment, that is antithetical to love. So the more you can release the judgment, starting with the judgment of yourself, the more you're actually able to allow love to flow into your life with much, much more ease. So judgment, it's not protecting you. Your ego might say that's protecting you, but just because you might've normalized the pain of disconnection. So you're like, oh no, it would be way worse to open my heart and maybe get hurt. It'd be way worse to not judge and to let myself be vulnerable. That is your ego telling you that, and it's not true. You can handle it. You always have you. And what you are doing right now by blocking yourself from having love, I say this with love. And I say this as someone who has been in this situation. I used to be so judgmental. I used to be so filled with self-doubt. I used to have so many self-imposed limitations on what was possible for me romantically. And I, in doing that, I collected mountains of quote unquote evidence to confirm all of those judgments and all of that doubt. And it wasn't until I started to question it and started to open myself up to the possibility, maybe I can have more. Maybe boys do like me. Maybe there are people who want to be in a relationship with me. Maybe there are people who would want to spend their entire life in partnership with me. And those people see me and love me for who I really am. Maybe that is actually possible for me. And every time I asked myself, well, maybe there's more, maybe there's more possible, more was revealed to me. And I really want to drive that home because I know when I was on the other side of this, if I heard me saying this, you know, I don't know, 15 years ago, I would have been like, I don't think so, lady. So if you're saying that, (laughs) just know I hear you, but I really, really, really want you to trust me. And I hope this is resonating. And if you're still listening, then I guess it is, or maybe you're too far away from your device to stop playing it. But thank you for listening. I hope that's not the reason you're still listening, but I'll take what I can get. Okay. So the third lesson is really about the need for mental discipline. Because, you know, when you talk about manifestation and you talk about what you focus on expands and, you know, thoughts become things and all these things that, you know, we've all heard a million times about manifestation. And sometimes it can just be like, well, and I've heard people say this all the time. It's like, well, all I think about is love. I think about, you know, wanting a relationship all the time. Where is this person? I'm, you know, as single as can be. And I have been for years. It doesn't matter how much I think about it. It's not showing. Up. Again, there was a time where I felt that same way. But the thing is that when you're thinking about any topic, when you're thinking about something that you really, really want and you don't have it, like love, I'm sorry, when I say don't have love, you always have love. You were born knowing how to love. You were born full of love. All of the love that you will ever experience and have ever experienced is inside of you right now. You are connected to the infinite universal supply of unconditional love. So when I say have love, actually it's incorrect. Okay. You are love. But when I'm saying it, I'm talking about having the romantic relationship that you're seeking at this moment. If you're seeking it, and maybe you're listening to this and you're not, but 
a lot of people who listen to the show are seeking romantic love. If that is you, then you have to really understand that when you're thinking about love, there's two things that you are potentially thinking about. You're either thinking about the love that you want to have, or you are thinking about the absence of the love that you want to have. So you're either focused on the vision and tapping into that vision and tapping into that emotion and tapping into your inner wisdom that's going to guide you to actually fulfill that vision and manifest that relationship. Or you can be focused on not having that relationship and how painful that is and how much that sucks and where is this person and why is this taking so long and I'm going to be alone forever and I hate dating and I just want to meet someone and all of those things that are very natural and normal to think. But what you're doing, and especially if you're thinking that if your predominant thoughts about romantic love is the absence of it in your life, you are creating more of the energy of the absence of love in your life, right? So you're going to feel more isolated. You're going to feel more disconnected. You're going to feel less confident that you can have the love that you want to have. I don't need to tell you this. It just feels really shitty. I have been there, okay? I didn't date for years and years and years, and I stayed in this very shitty place of feeling like I was going to be alone forever, and I was never going to meet anyone because that was my belief system at the time. That was my perspective at the time. And I did what we all do really well, which was make myself right about what I believed. So I was completely, completely, completely disconnected from love, but I was obsessed with it at the same time. So I thought about it all the time. And I loved, you know, movies about love and love songs, um, stories about love. And I would read it and I would just have this longing of like, oh, it's never going to happen for me. It's never going to happen for me. I wasn't getting excited. I was getting depressed. It just becomes a vicious cycle because then you feel depressed about love. And then are you inspired? Are you connected? Are you present? Is your heart open? Are you moving through the world with excitement and enthusiasm and openness and an ability to connect with people who feel the same way? No, you're just not, right? And so when you have a lot of momentum behind a certain way of thinking about love for many, many, many months and years and decades, then it's going to take an effort. It's going to take an effort to shift your focus from not having love to the love that you want. It's going to take an effort. And that requires a level of mental discipline that I see a lot of people trying to skip over when it comes to love. And I recognize this year, I was trying to do it when it came to my business. I was trying to skip over. And sometimes those of us who are manifestors, we can try to skip steps. We're like, oh, I'm just going to manifest it. And you're not understanding that in order for you to quote manifest that thing, you actually need to grow. Like things within you have to change in order for you to be able to receive, to access, to even recognize or attract the thing that you want to manifest. So the growth that needs to happen within you to have the love that you want, it starts with this mental discipline of paying attention to what am I thinking about love? And you don't have to be perfect. And the point is that you can't ever have a doubting thought or a judgmental thought. And if you ever have any kind of negative thought, then you're going to jinx yourself. This is not about some superstitious or now you've got to hold yourself to an impossible standard of perfection. That's not what I'm talking about here. But I am talking about what is the predominant thought pattern, the energy of the predominant thoughts that you have about love or whatever else that you are focused on manifesting. And if it is more about what isn't there and what you don't have, then you're going to be generating more of that same energy. It just takes an effort 
at first to start to refocus, to make a mental effort of like, okay, I'm shifting this, I'm shifting this. And this can be really challenging and you might need to get some support with this, you know, whether the support could be anything from you are listening to podcasts like this, coming to my clubhouse room every Monday, Manifestation Monday on Clubhouse at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern here in the U.S. And Clubhouse is a free audio app. You can go into wherever you get your apps and Google Clubhouse and uh, search for Clubhouse and download it and follow me. And you can come every Monday. It's totally free. It's Manifestation Monday. You might work with a coach. You might get a buddy to help you with accountability. You might want to think about affirmations and journaling. What do you need to do to support yourself so that you can focus more on what you want than on not having what you want? So that was a huge, huge lesson. And then the fourth and final lesson, which is also a segue into my theme, for 2023 is the power of intention. And it's so underestimated because what I have learned just so acutely in 2022, and one of the great things about 2022 and the reason I've been able to have these insights is the one of the things that I leaned into was really teaching people about manifestation. I co-led a manifestation mentorship uh, for six months this year with my friends Amari and AC. You know, we worked with people really closely in that mentorship, you know, Manifestation Monday on Clubhouse, which I've now been doing every Monday for over two years. This whole season of the podcast talking a lot about manifestation and because I've been so obsessive about really breaking things down as much as I can and making it as actionable, as clear as I possibly can. So you can shortcut a lot of this stuff. I've manifested amazing things in my life. Some of those things took a really long time and I see now it didn't need to take that long. My love journey, manifesting a partnership, the partnership that I have now, that did not need to take as long as it did. Obviously it needed to because it did. But I see now how I was running in circles, doing the same things over and over again, really stuck in the same thought patterns, the same grooves, the same energy for so long. And I don't want you to do that. So that's why I'm sharing all this with you. And so the power of intention, when you set a genuine intention, if you're like, I don't know how, I don't know where, but I know that I am, I am choosing to manifest the version of myself that has the love that I want because I am ready to have a committed partnership. That is what I want for my life and I am choosing. I am setting an intention to make this a reality for myself. And once you do that, things are gonna start to shift. It's like when you set a genuine intention, especially when you're reinforcing that and checking in with it, it's almost like you subconsciously hypnotize yourself a little bit and suddenly you find the inspiration to act in alignment with that intention. It just comes a little bit more easily. It comes a little bit more naturally. I mean, I've started setting intentions for myself every morning. So I'm starting my 2023 theme of intention because that's you're going to hear me talking about it all 2023. I've started it early because I'm like, well, I already know. So I'm not going to wait till January 1st. So I've been writing every morning what I want, what my intention is for the day. The question that I ask is, what do I want to create? create or experience today. And I really just take a moment and take a few deep breaths and I close my eyes and I see what comes up. And it's so strange because I have found that I do that, you know, first thing in the morning and then it'll be like later in the afternoon and I'll just find myself naturally doing something that I'm like, oh, wait, 
I just had this inspiration to do this and I forgot that I set an intention. This is something I wanted to do today. It just goes in the background. So I just want to encourage you because it really is such a blessing what I really believe about intention. And, you know, I'm going to be experimenting with this all 2023. So, you know, we'll see what I have to say about this. I already know that I'm going to still be saying this at the end of 2023, which is it's like putting a command in the universal operating system. It's like, this is what I want. You hit enter and then it just starts like, okay, in the background, like programming, programming. And then, you know, you just get the output. It's amazing. It's really incredible. But it also requires paying attention to what is within my ability to step into and to allow versus okay, now I'm going to set an intention every morning that I'm going to meet my soulmate because, you know, I'm going to meet my soulmate today. That's my intention. You know, if you, if that's what you want to do, then I would encourage you to set an intention to be present, to be aware, to be connected, and to be open to receive the love that you want. I would set that intention and see how that starts to shift the way you show up in the world. Because if you're in a place where like I used to be where, you know, you don't date, you don't meet people, you don't get approached and you tell yourself, I'm going to set an intention to meet my soulmate tomorrow. First of all, even if you do meet your soulmate tomorrow, you're not ready for that relationship. Chances are it is not going to actually end the way that you want it to end, right? If it even begins. So it's about you understanding that as soon as you're ready, then everything you want, that partner, that relationship, that's all going to materialize, that is going to manifest in your life. And then you'll be in your next stage of your love journey. And then there'll be new abilities and new awarenesses that you'll be manifesting throughout as you are growing through your life with your partner, right? So I want to encourage you to really think about setting more intention for yourself, setting intention for yourself around dating, setting intentions when you go on a date. And I used to do that back when I was single, my whole thing of teaching myself how to date and really adopting my motto and my philosophy of no bad dates. When I decided I wasn't going to have any bad dates, that was an intention. And so, and when I decided I wasn't going to have any bad dates, I also decided, I said, okay, for the time that I'm with this person, I'm going to be present and I'm going to lean in and I'm going to see if I can make a connection. And once I set that intention for myself, that's how my dates went. I'm telling you this really works, but it's 2022 has been such a reminder for me. And I really wanted to share this with you. And I hope you can hear the passion in my voice (laughs) because it's so serious and it's so real and it's so transformative. And that is what I want you to do. I want you to transform your life and just thrive because that's what you're here to do. The calling that you have in your heart to have love and all the other things that your heart is calling you to have. I truly believe that you have that calling because that is available to you. It's not there to torture you. It's there to be that signpost, to be that inner GPS, be like, this is the thing that I'm supposed to have. I am supposed to have this. So it is my job to really pay attention to what are the things that I need to do and clear away to allow this to happen in my life. So that's what I want to leave you with as we close out 2022. And I want to thank you so, 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 so much for listening to this podcast, for supporting it with your shares, with subscribing to it, with rating the podcast five stars, writing your reviews. I just appreciate it so, so, so much. And I want to encourage you to continue doing that. It is my intention that this podcast is going to get even better, better and better and better and to facilitate more and more transformation for you, my community, and 
yeah, that's what I want for you. That's what I want for the show. So thank you for being along on this ride and this journey with me. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm sending you my best wishes for a strong end to 2022, a beautiful start to 2023, and so much prosperity, love, and joy for the rest of your days. Okay. Thank you so much. Goodbye. 